0: This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire.
1: A weekly podcast talk show about the things that bring us together. Make us happy. Make us whole.
0: Make us human. Hey guys, this is Joy.
1: And this is Claire.
0: And this is Joy and Claire. Whenever I say my name, I always feel like I'm saying Joy. and. Because if I say it really fast, I'm like not saying the J sound. And when I lived in France way back in the early 20s of my life, my French family couldn't French, you can't say the J sound. It's just not not a hard J. A hard J. And so whenever my French mom would say joy, she'd be like joy. (laughs) That's so so cute. Yeah. So happy Pride Month. We were late on saying it last episode, but it is still Pride Month.
1: Yes. Happy Pride Month. We are donation matching up to $1,000 to the Out Foundation. We talked a little bit about that on our Instagram a couple, like a week or so ago. We still have a little ways to go on that $1,000. So if you go to our Instagram profile at Claire underscore and go to our link tree, um, one of the top buttons in our link tree is will take you to the Out Foundation to donate. We have had Will Lanier on Girls Gone Wad several times. I think we had him on Joy and Claire as well. He did a yeah, bonus episode for Joy and Claire with Sandy last year,
0: yes, He's during a wonderful COVID, human. right? That during what we COVID, did? yeah, My goodness. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. Let's just not.
1: But during the height, during during lockdown.
0: Yes, And
1: um, he's in law school now, but and and still is the executive director, I believe, of the Out Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's wonderful. We love him. And we love the Out Foundation. They basically do a lot of things to increase visibility and access for LGBTQ plus community members in the CrossFit and functional fitness and just fitness in general space by creating scholarships for LGBTQ plus people who can apply for a scholarship to join a gym. We love supporting them because they are a smaller organization, which means that our donation goes a lot farther. And like literally we are very good friends with the executive director. We feel very, very confident about where the donations go. We know that's always a question when you're donating to a nonprofit. So check them out and please donate. Please
0: donate. And I just have fond memories of doing the WAD at the CrossFit Games, doing the WAD like in the middle of the whole eating area where they had the big Jumbotron. Out WAD was able to do a whole workout and sit there for three hours and promote their organization and promote the Out Foundation. And I remember that just being so much fun. It was really hot, but it was great. And remember when we were. We bought the t-shirts, like you buy a t-shirt and a hat, and I still wear my hat all the time. I remember the t-shirts, and I like put the t-shirt on, and one of the guys I was like, you need you need to crop that, <laughs> and like... They were just cropping everybody's t-shirts. He just, like, and like guess with it,
1: pair of scissors. Yeah,
0: he's like, please let me crop that t-shirt. And I was like,
1: okay, fine. And it was just so
0: funny. It's such good memories. Yeah.
1: Speaking of which, we need to decide whether or not we're going to the CrossFit Games. I feel like we were like pretty... This oh, wow, always happens. Pretty, every yeah, single it's year June. this It always
0: happens every year. We're like, always.
1: are we going to go? I don't know. It's so much work. And then we go and we love it. Or and if we, we don't go, so we room. have major FOMO.
0: So I feel really bad, but I'm so out of the loop with CrossFit.
1: I mean same but that doesn't so mean that we won't have a great time in madison
0: fair 100 and i'm like are people even going is this still a yeah, thing are people, are people going? mad Who's at crossfit still like what's going
1: on? is rich froning is
0: that guy still alive <laughs> is he still alive what is going on with rich froning is he going to be there i mean we just need to know all the details i feel very out of the loop
1: i know where is you know who we should have on let's get justin catch- <laughs> Dave Castro, let's obviously. No, let's get Justin Lafranco, <laughs> the Morning Chaka oh, um, founder, Justin. on next month, and he can catch everyone who oh has been gosh, listening to Joy Claire from the CrossFit days, but has have fallen away from following the seasons, and he can catch us up. I think there's one, so I know there's one semifinals coming up this weekend, and then I think there's one more next weekend. There might be more than that. Um, but Justin just got back from climbing Denali, normal. Oh wow things that you do. Oh, Justin. Oh, Justin. And so maybe we can get him on to catch us up to get us up to speed with your like pre CrossFit games sort of Girls Gone Wild throwback content. I would sure. be into that.
0: I would be really into that. I mean, we just went from not just this was an evolution. But obviously, you know, we went to the open workout in what 2015? Was that 2015? 2017. But we went to that open workout where we were just inches away from Katrin. and now I'm like who's even, even in know. the games. Right, who's even competing? I don't even know. still alive? Like, what is she? Is she doing?
1: competing? I don't know. I I know.
0: Is anybody hurt by now? Because that's just what I'm waiting for. And
1: I also had to unfollow all those people on Instagram because their accounts are so like diet culture and diet nice culture and,
0: and you can have abs if you drink this drink. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. Which is fine. Like girls gotta eat or not eat in some circumstances. <laughs> Girls gotta get that sponsorship dollars, which I completely like. You know, girls got a macro count. Girls got a macro. Too soon. Girls gotta (laughs) eat one gram of protein for every pound of lean body mass.
0: (laughs) Girls gotta eat twelve hundred calories a
1: day. (laughs) Oh no. Oh
0: my gosh, It's not funny. It's It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We're laughing, but we're laughing at how ridiculous it is. Yeah.
1: And but all that you know, CrossFit athletes. That's the only way they can make money. So I get it. But that was why I unfollowed all of them because I just couldn't have my brain in that world all the time. So yeah, yeah.
0: just got to dip in every once in a while, like every once in a while, I'll go seek them out. But, you know, much like all the celebrities out there that I admire, they only follow one person, which is going back to the episode from last week. We just need to follow. (laughs) And it's Dave Castro. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't follow anybody, which always cracks me up too, because I'm like, ah, geez. I love it. Okay, so CrossFit Games update. Yes. Is is anyone out there going? Would you guys want to see us?
1: (laughs) Seriously.
0: <laughs> I mean, part of the part of the reason I go to the CrossFit Games is I love meeting people. That's I love like the whole listeners. reason. I mean, we really have a lot reason. of reasons to go you know, since,
1: you know, as I bring up all the time, Brandon's family lives right there. We can like take the kids. Right. It can be a whole thing. Most of Brandon's wardrobe is purchased in the Reebok tent every year. And it's been a couple years now. <laughs> so like his shorts are getting old. His T-shirts are getting old. You guys think I'm exaggerating? <laughs> I am literally not Brandon wears scrubs to work so he doesn't have to, like, buy normal clothes. I mean, our entire house. So we have our master bedroom. I use the term master very loosely. Because we don't have a master bath. You know, like, we all, we, there's just one main floor, bla, floor bleh, one main floor bathroom. Floor
0: bathroom. Blah,
1: blah, blah. Blah, blah, blahs. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> so our our closet, we just have, like, your standard kind of, like, small bedroom closet with the, the two panel sliding door. And that's our entire closet. And then we have a nine drawer dresser. Okay, so that's all of our clothing storage. We don't have like a bunch of clothes in the basement, anything like that. Four you just have those... piles of
0: laundry in the basement.
1: Yeah, just the piles of laundry in the basement. Ugh, that's that's not a clothing storage problem. That is a... <laughs> that is just
0: not wanting to fold your
1: clothes problem. That's just a... um, What's what I'm looking for? An uh, order of operations problem.
0: I mean, if someone wants to make a crap ton of money, all you need to do is figure out how to make a clothes folding machine
1: yes that's all you need to do and but also it needs to a clothes putter away or machine because i have
0: yeah
1: a giant sack of folded laundry on my basement oh, you floor have that's put- been there for a week
0: oh you know you just need like the yeah. little pulley thing that what is it a dumb waiter that put yes. it to the top yeah
1: i do but all that to say that of all of that like four drawers of that so almost half of our entire clothing storage space in our house is used up from CrossFit shorts and CrossFit T-shirts of Brandon's.
0: Of Brandon's,
1: and almost all of them have been purchased at the CrossFit Games.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah. So next time you guys see Brandon, which I know you, all of you do regularly, including Joy, <laughs> none of none of us see Brandon. I'm like the only one. Just notice what year of CrossFit Games paraphernalia he has on.
0: <laughs> is it the bright orange year? Yeah. Is the it green the teal year, year? The teal
1: year. <laughs> Today he's wearing the teal year shirt with the, um like, army green year shorts.
0: Oh, great. The teal year shirt was Carson. Because I remember I got a teal year yeah, shirt. Yeah, I
1: think that was when last was year like I was in Carson. Blaze- it was like
0: Blazing hot. Oh my gosh, I just remember being in the bulletproof coffee tent with sandy doing some oxygen up our nose anyway i
1: know that was a great year okay as we we'll just stay on the top of a crossfit because my update from this week is that i finally got back into the gym after being out for a month um i had some like medical stuff going on i wasn't feeling good and at first i thought you know i'm just gonna take maybe like 4 or 5 days off. It was only supposed to be maybe a week and it turned into a month just my body did not recover the way that I thought it was going to or really the way that it was kind of supposed to. And so I didn't go to the gym for a month and it was really hard. And it was interesting because we talked about this a couple weeks ago just like the the way that my motivation to go to the gym has changed, but the thing that was hard about not going to the gym also has really changed. Like in the past, it would be like, you know, oh my gosh, I feel fat, you know, which like again, fat is not a feeling. We know this now. But for me, like going to the gym is the only time I leave the house. And it's definitely the only time that I see people, like a group of people that I know. Like I can go to the store, but I don't know those people. And so not being able to do that for a month, I almost literally didn't leave the house for anything other than like groceries and I went on like a walk or two with my friend Heather and maybe saw like you know one or two other people once and it was so hard and this is one thing I'll probably talk about forever or until I get a new another job where I work in an office is that working from home is so hard for me and I said something about this recently on my Instagram and so many people were like, well, I just can't believe, you know, I I don't miss the commute. Like, and I, I do miss my commute. I had a 30 minute commute. It was really easy. I like to do, you know, like I miss everything about leaving my house and going to the office.
0: Yeah. And you use CrossFit as a way to have a commute because yes. you have a gym that's 25 minutes away. And yeah.
1: Exactly. So like CrossFit is... And, you know, I just have so few other outlets right now at this point in my life. Like, I don't have, I'm not, like, sign up for any other lessons or anything. You know, I don't right, have, like... Right, like, places
0: to go for yourself.
1: Right. And so I finally was able to go back last week on Thursday. So I went Thursday and Friday, and then I went today, which is Monday. And even just going once, like, the shift in my attitude was immediate. Like, it's like, if any of you guys out there are Harry Potter buffs, like I am, it's There's like... A lot- there's a a lot lot of you you, so congratulations if you're about to get this reference and i apologize if not it's like in harry potter when they're wearing the horcrux and it makes them feel like crap and then they take it off and like the the world just lightens like that's how i felt after i got to crossfit for the first time in a month it was i was like everything just feels lighter it feels less dramatic it feels less like you know like my outlook on life just feels less shitty (laughs) Like I don't I feel like less Of a drama queen Instantly And it was so nice So it's so great To be back in the gym It sucks always Going back after A small hiatus Because you kind of Time off Yeah any time off Because You have to kind of
0: Reorient your body To everything Yeah
1: and it's like Man I was so close To like getting back To that movement And now I feel like I've taken two steps back But I feel like Leaving for a long Period of time Almost is easier Because you expect Yourself to have really Like to really not Be at that same baseline But if you only only leave for like a couple of weeks you are still so familiar with what it felt like to be where you were a couple weeks ago
0: sure you kind of have that comparison it's like right. still so in you the come back you. and you're like yeah. wow this
1: is so much harder than it was right. four weeks ago versus if you're at the gym for like six months you're like yeah of course it's gonna be harder yeah. but I'm always just shocked and dismayed by how much less fit you can get <laughs> in mere weeks but yeah that's my, and it's so hot. And we don't have to wear masks anymore. I hadn't been to the gym since masks had gone away.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. So I had a thought on this recently because I don't know how you feel about all of it. But when masks were no longer required indoors, if you're fully vaccinated, and there are some places that like my nail salon and they still wear them and that's fine. I don't care. I'm going to honor whatever people want to do. But when this all first started, I wore a mask everywhere and I was just like, this is too weird for me. I'm just not ready yet. I can't like, and I think what it came down to more was the social aspect of it because we still are, we're in that zone where wearing a mask equals respect for one another. Like that's kind of how I viewed it. And especially we just living in Denver, that's how we are here. Rarely would I go anywhere where people were not wearing masks. And it's like, okay, that's just like the signal that this is what we're doing. So when it was lifted, I still was in that mode of, well, I just want to be seen. And I talked to someone, I think it was Laura Legos, we were Marcoing back and forth about how you want to be seen as someone who's like respectful and wanting to wear a mask. But you also, if you're wearing a mask, you're like, but I'm also vaccinated. Like you want people to know that you're vaccinated. So taking off the mask, it feels weird, but you're also like, well, then that shows that I'm vaccinated. So anyway. It took me about a week, a week and a half before I fully was like, okay, I'm not wearing a mask anywhere I go because now we're good. We're good now. Like it just felt, I felt okay going into Target, going into the grocery stores. And I think there's also the feeling of like, you just don't know what, which establishments are still requiring it. So walking in, you're kind of looking around like, Hey, you like have a mask in your hand. You're like mask, no mask, no. Like what is, what are people doing here? So, but now it, it feels fine. Like, Going to Target, no mask, going to the grocery store, no mask. And I don't even think twice about it. I still carry them with me, of course.
1: Like I bring one with me because I still have been to a few places where like the ice cream shop in Longmont was they stopped requiring it. But like as of last week, they required it. And a bunch of families showed up and like couldn't go in because they hadn't thought that they would need, you know, and it is up to every single business. Again, I totally respect that. Sure. And I think for the ice cream store, it was like most of their employees were I think it, it was like, you know, they're teenagers, like they couldn't be vaccinated yet.
0: Oh. right yeah and so
1: they kept the mask mandate until teenagers could start to be vaccinated and you know nail salons i feel like nail technicians a lot of them have always worn masks you know especially like for acrylics and stuff and um you know like the anyway but i i agree with you that i thought like i'm gonna be the last one i'm gonna be in it till the bitter end
0: hold on yep
1: and now we walk into a store, Brandon keeps his on, because I think it's more so because he wears a mask all day that it's like he doesn't even realize that he has it on. Sure. So he'll put it on and just immediately forget that he's wearing it. But like, I just am, I just bring one with me. I don't even put it on anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I just put it in my pocket. And I'm like, if, mm-hmm. if it feels like this is a place where we need to wear one, I'll wear one. And it's just, I still want to be respectful, but it's also that we're not, now in this middle road where everyone's mostly vaccinated. And especially in Colorado, I think It's like 50, almost 50%, but it's funny how, and this really doesn't matter to people outside of Colorado, but we were looking, Scott and I were watching the news one night and it talked about like some, most, most of the people who are not vaccinated in Colorado are like in all the rural areas, Mm -hmm. which I found interesting because I'm like, wow, in like the big cities, everyone's getting vaccinated, but what is the fear around vaccinations in our rural areas or maybe or access. Or the access, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's a
1: combination. You know, I think like sure. they showed a map of vaccination rates across the country and a lot of the southern and, you know, traditionally red states have lower vaccination rates. And it is very political, and we've all known that this whole time. That's not news yep. to anyone. And also those areas have a lot more rural communities, a lot more lower-income communities, and, you know, that, a lot more black communities and that is also a factor. You know, I think it's easy to look at those and be like, oh, you know, they're the right wingers just aren't getting vaccinated. And like, there's so many factors to it. But yeah,
0: it's not, nece- yeah, it's not necessarily the case. You know, I, I, I'm i not making light of this, but I just I really thought it was so cool when Diplo had a concert and had like a vaccination site. I'm like, Diplo, you just need to go to all these rural communities, have shows
1: <laughs> or just, you just know, drive <laughs> Diplo around. drive, drive. <laughs>
0: Don't even have a show.
1: No. Just drive Just drive him around like on a like on a parade float. And get vaccinated. You can just imagine him driving like down I-70 through Kansas on a parade float. Oh no. <laughs> That's so great.
0: That's so great.
1: Who doesn't love
0: Oh man. I'm just glad I like now know who he is. Anyway, yeah, oh so mask okay. wearing and back at the gym, and now you're on board.
1: So now I'm on board, and then today, speaking of now not knowing who Diplo is, the coach was wearing these like these shorts that had they so they looked exactly like the like motif in the cafeteria from Saved by the Bell, like that blue <gasps> kind of like splash, yes. you know what yes. I mean? Yes,
0: with like the sprinkle things. Yeah, yeah, and like
1: so, and I said I said that I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> check out those shorts! They look like they're from Saved by the Bell." And he was like, "From what?" <gasps> And I was like, from Saved by the Bell. You know, Saved by the Bell. And he was like, I've never heard of that. I was like, what do you mean? You've never even heard of it? How old is he? 24. What? So then someone oh, was like, Claire, yeah, Claire. you're that
0: age now where you're starting to make references that they don't
1: understand. I was like, you are, come on. And he and someone was like, Claire, he's like 40 years younger than you. And I was like, how old do you think I am? 40 years? I was like, you think I'm 60? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, she, like, you know. But I want to be like, I'm not... I'm 33, to be clear.
0: Oh my and then, gosh.
1: And then I was making so then I was making fun of him for being so young. So then he put on like a 80s power ballad station and said, now we're gonna listen to some song from Claire's childhood.
0: Great, thank you. I love the 80s power ballad station. I was like, like I'm f aff- just- I'm
1: I'm a little offended, but this is the best play workout playlist. So I don't yeah, have to tell you. It really is. I was shocked and appalled.
0: That makes me very sad that he grew up without Saved by the Bell.
1: Not even oh, knowing what it is not even knowing what it is, Kelly Kapowski. And he was like, well, who's in it? And I was like, Kelly Kapowski. (laughs) I was like, I don't (laughs) know. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. AC Slater. I don't know their names.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so Uh, funny. We should, you know, they should really, I think someone actually did do a Saved by the Bell podcast. I just haven't listened oh, to it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't. I can't listen to those shows because I I get too nostalgic and it makes me sad. I don't know why. It's, it's kind of adjacent to how I can't watch some reality shows because I just right. like get into this weird hole of, of nostalgia so, that I'm okay. not ready for.
1: So then he was like, "Well, what would what's like the equivalent today?" And I was like, "No, if they made it today, it would be a reality show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would there be, is like no equivalent. cheer. <laughs> be like some yeah, high oh, school, some like crappy high school reality show.
0: They really need to make another season of cheer. I don't know how they would do that because everyone. Well, kind they of were they up,
1: were making their season of cheer and then the pandemic happened.
0: That's right. And so all of like the got competitions canceled. got canceled. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you remember... Yes. And cheer, you know, it was like spring that's break right. was their big like Hell Week, and but like spring break was when was when everything happened. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then that's totally right. Didn't it come out? Got arrested for child pornography, right?
0: Yeah. So yep. that
1: sucked. But yeah, so because it, it came out in like the, it came out like in the fall of 2019, maybe.
0: Okay. Because it took yeah. me a
1: while to see it, or maybe even the summer of 2019.
0: But you were really excited about it, right?
1: I lie. Ended up loving it, but I was like, I'm not going to watch a reality show about cheerleaders. And then Brandon's sister, who. had has very good taste in television I have come to find it was like you should watch it you're gonna really like it and then I did she was the one yeah. who told me about Great British Baking Show so she knows she has
0: not failed you
1: she has not failed me yet. yeah speaking of Great British Baking Show I think there's a new season that they're filming right now so it's gonna come out like at the end of the summer
0: oh do I smell another Undermarket set bake
1: uh absolutely
0: <laughs> I I I'm really looking forward to another season of The Home Edit because I watched their Instagram. And it looks like they're filming and that makes me very excited.
1: I never watched that because I knew that I didn't have the willpower for it to not turn into like a $700 container uh, buying binge.
0: Okay. Yep. And that's usually, I think that's, I... I I allowed myself one room of things from the container store because I knew I was like if I go into the container store I'm going to leave with my whole life savings gone.
1: Gone. <laughs> so, it's so expensive.
0: It's so expensive. This is
1: a plastic square. Why? It, Why is it this- plastic
0: things? Yeah, and I was just like, okay. Also, when you walk into the to the container store, I don't know if they're still doing it now, but they had all the home edit line. You're like, I need all of this. But anyway, I just let myself do the bathroom closet. <laughs> something very small, Mm -hmm. but I'm in that mode again where I'm like, oh my gosh, because I have all this time right now. I'm like, what could I organize? So maybe I just need to do like one drawer or one, you know, something cabinet again, because that it gets so overwhelming. And then I think I spent an entire afternoon just organizing like under the bathroom sink because of all the stuff that's under there. So many products and so many things to throw away, which by the way, please remember, go through your products. If you have, you know, look at the little lid that's on the product. If it's if it shows Not the product lid. lid, an
1: icon that looks like a lid.
0: Yeah, and I an icon that looks like the lid is coming off of it. That that means once you open the product, it's good for it'll either say 12 or 24, then you have to throw it away. But then you have to remember when you bought it. But I have a lipstick that I put on the other day, just because I was like, I'm putting on lipstick. And it smelled, and I was like, "Ah, crap, I gotta throw this away." But I got really upset because I'm like, "Well, I haven't worn lipstick in over years, so who knows I probably wore this like once. My point is had to go through all these products and throw a bunch of crap out, but I think that's really hard to do because sometimes we're like, "Oh, I'm still gonna use this, but kind of the same thing with Marie Kondo, where it's like doesn't bring you joy or if it's if it bad, doesn't bring you joy, it it's gonna
1: give you some sort of bacterial infection on your face." <laughs> Get rid of it. We, this past weekend, another big milestone occurred, which was that it was the first time my mom had taken the kids overnight since probably January 2020. Wow. Yeah. So we have not, I mean, Brandon and I, I think we did, you know, we did that backpacking trip last summer and then we had like one night in a hotel in Boulder this winter. But other than that, we have done, we have parented every night for all the whole past 15 months or whatever. And it's a lot, you know, if parents out there will tell you that bedtime is the straw that breaks the camel's back every day. Like you Mm -hmm. get to the end of the day. And if you're not a parent, you know, if you're winding down dinner, you're cleaning up the kitchen, you're like, okay, the day's pretty much done. I can kind of do what I want. For parents, The hardest part of the day is about to start. (laughs) (laughs) and especially for parents of young kids and you know Evie like our bedtime routine right now because Miles and Evie are so different and they have to kind of go like one after the other it can take like two and a half to three hours to get them both into bed from start to finish or like from the time we finish dinner until the time that Miles is in bed so having my mom do that was amazing and with our free time instead of relaxing like a wise human would have done we deep cleaned our entire garage oh my gosh we pulled every single thing out put it in the yard like that vacuumed the shelves power washed the the garage floor like and then I mean we had boxes in there of like kitchen stuff that I inherited from my grandma when she passed away last year that I hadn't even opened and it was very it was wonderful it felt very very good now we can finally like put our car in there Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's really hot out and you probably like don't want your do car sitting your in the sun. Yeah.
1: And it was a lot of this does not bring me joy.
0: Yeah, I mean that stuff is that stuff's really hard to do because it's you know what a big task it's gonna be. And I think that's why I just so admire those girls. Even though even though that's their job and they enjoy it, I'm like, man, that's a lot of work. They gotta take everything I mean, some of the kitchens that they've done all the stuff that they have to take out gives me anxiety. I'm like, that's a lot of stuff. I mean, and they have a team and I get that. I get that. But still, it's just like, you know, I'm over here being like, if I took everything out of my cabinet, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's overwhelming.
1: Imagine though, if you were doing that at like Courtney Kardashian's house, you would not be able to get in there fast enough.
0: No, please sign me up for that. I will be the first one there and I would do that for a living. So. And
1: they do also like Reese Witherspoon's house. They totally, do. Like,
0: they well, yes, they did her whole wardrobe of all her Oscar dresses. The and they had a whole second, they had a whole section for Legally Blonde. So they got to do all of her costumes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. This is not this is a, I mean, anything with celebrities, please sign me up.
1: Right. If that was what you were doing, rather than just going through like your expired lipstick. The rules
0: do not apply if it's a celebrity.
1: No, if it, I will, I will throw out Reese Witherspoon's expired lipstick any day, any day.
0: I want to know if there's anyone out there who's ever been an assistant or worked for a celebrity. I had a friend in grad school who's Kevin Bacon's nanny.
1: Wow. You really are only two degrees of separation from Kevin I Bacon. really am.
0: Yep. And she always talked about, like, we'd be sitting there and she'd be talking on the phone. I'm like, who are you talking to? She's like, Kira, Kira Sedgwick, <laughs> like NBD. And his daughter is now on, she was on the mayor of Town, And I just remember being like, oh my God, she'd always talk about Sosie, like the, my friend and the daughter, Kevin Bacon's daughter, they were like right. besties. And so anyway, it was just like, yeah, I'm only two
1: degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, anyway, okay, but celebrities are great, and I love them, and uh, speaking of celebrities, I have you noticed that Chrissy Teigen has been off social media for a really long time?
1: I know it will shock you to hear this, but I have not noticed that, Joy. Okay,
0: well, <laughs> the reason I ask is because there was this drama that she, like, some really old tweets resurfaced that were really mean towards this, she's a reality star, she was on, I think it was, like, couples therapy, she was married to, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name, doesn't matter, but... Courtney something. So Chrissy Teigen got into some hot water because these mean tweets resurfaced and they were mean. Mean girls mean. Regina George, like times a thousand.
1: Not like a joke at someone's expense mean. but No, they
0: were really, really, really mean. And so she got a lot of pushback, blowback for that. So she just went silent on social media. And, you know, she's someone who would post and do stories and do Instagram live every oh my gosh, single constantly. day.
1: She must have been Consti- She had like eight hours of screen time per day.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, how do you have the time to do this? But she did this all, all, all day long. And so I just saw her post today that she made this huge apology and just talked about how she's been reflecting on the person who she was and how awful she used to be. And it kind of got me thinking about how some people are like, nope, like kind of the cancel culture. And I, there's a lot of things I could say about cancel culture. Some, in some aspects, I'm like, there's a difference between cancel culture and someone just being a flat out jerk and it, re- and it surfacing and being like, Oh, you're not who I thought you, I, you were, you know? And someone, someone would argue, I think like that for Chrissy Teigen, but we don't know her. You know, she's, she seems like a genuine person. I think in this instance, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's gotta be really hard to be that famous and have something that public happen where you were just like, yeah, it was an a-hole in my twenties. Like who wasn't? <laughs>
1: Well, and I thought, I like, um, gosh, what's her name? The woman who played Ingr- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. Emmy, uh, Ellie, nope, Ellie. Kemper.
1: Kemper. So yep. she recently had something, too, that came out about how she did, like, a debutante ball in her early 20s, and it was put on by this, like, super racist um, organization. And, I mean, she had a statement about it that was like, you know, I didn't know at the time, but ignorance is no excuse. But, yeah, it would be really hard to think that like anything you've ever done could result in you losing your job you know like like yeah we've all done dumb things and I Mm -hmm. you know I don't know that we if you have grown as a person since then I don't really know that you should be made to go back and rifle through all of that and you know and maybe if you're a celebrity that's the price you pay but maybe
0: maybe Yeah, it's it's a whole kind of deep, dark discussion and go down rabbit holes. But I just, I've been thinking about that a lot too, with, you know, especially politicians where they want to dig up pictures from their past. Understandable. If you have someone who is running for president and they have, I mean, (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) matter sometimes (laughs) because we clearly elected someone who had a lot of crap in their past and present. But anyway, you know, I think it's just one of those things where older celebrities will joke like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that we didn't have social media back then because I just didn't have to face all of that. Celebrities who are older, who are maybe uh, famous during their younger years, you know, so Drew Barrymore was super famous as a kid. She never had to deal with all that because there was no social media until she was older. But where do we draw the line with like, let's just take an example of, like in Hollywood, they're quote unquote, this very powerful person,
1: Kind of like how we were talking about Ellen last week or two weeks ago.
0: Sure. Yes. C- yes, I guess that's a good example. I'm, I'm thinking kind of like an extreme of we can't put everyone in the same camp as like Harvey Weinstein. Where right. all of a sudden, you know, everyone's just kind of known this culture and the underbelly of Hollywood has existed, but no one sp- speaks out about it because of the power and the money. There's been a lot of instances like that where I think like – yeah, you get to be canceled because that is absolutely unacceptable versus a celebrity who makes a really stupid decision in in her 20s to make some really mean girl comments. I don't know if that meant necessarily makes her canceled. You did something stupid and maybe you should really kind of check yourself. But at what point do we cancel everybody when you're like, I made a mistake. Nobody gets a second chance.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's like the thing that everybody with who, you know, rails off about cancer with cancel culture talks about is like, where do we draw the line with Nobody's perfect versus people have to be held accountable. And it's really hard. You know, there's no hard and fast rule, and everybody is offended by different things. Everybody thinks that, you know, certain things are more serious than others, while other people are ready to let it just be water under the bridge. And Who, you know, sort of, it's like, well, who are you to judge? Who are, you know, where, yeah, really, where do we draw the line? And that has been the question about cancel culture, really, since kind of, like, the past couple of years. Like, because at this point, we have the ability to find out just about anything about anyone.
0: Yeah, and I think about, like, okay, if I was to become super-duper famous tomorrow, what crap in the past would would come up for me? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sure I did something stupid in my 20s that some ex-boyfriend would resurface and be like, look at this picture. I don't know, like... She's half naked. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I danced at a lot of clubs when I was in my twenties. Like who knows? But to me, I'm like, well, everybody did that. And I think what it comes down to is we are consumers of content, and we put our time and energy into these celebrities. So then we get to say, well, we're not going to put our time and energy into you and support you anymore. And I think that's very different than supporting a huge system that is tearing down women, you know, and forcing women to do horrible things to get a job. I think with the Chrissy Teigen thing, I was like, I think that's very noble of her to come out and be like, hey, I've just taken some time away to really think about this. And she clearly cares about her audience and knows that she has this huge platform and um, hurt a lot of people with whatever she did when she was younger. And she's trying to make amends with it. And if people yeah. believe her, they would believe her. But I think the other part that I was thinking about was like, I think what it comes down to, too, is we as consumers of Instagram and content and influencers is we have a specific idea of who these people are made up in our mind. We really don't know them. So when something comes out and everything is on Instagram, even though it's curated, it's the the curated imperfection. When we see any faults in that, we're like, they're not perfect or, oh, my gosh, they made a mistake. And we're kind of very quick to hate people Mm -hmm. because we almost want that fall from grace, almost like Britney Spears how they talked about how people just wanted to tear her down. And I think there's a little bit of that baked into, especially the Chrissy Teigen example, where she's right. beautiful and people she's wanted to so be to famous. Say, like, I knew you weren't so as many cool fo- as
1: I thought you were.
0: Totally, yes. Yeah. And so we're very quick to be like, take her down, lose all her followers. I never
1: liked Rah. her. You could always tell she was Exactly.
0: Yeah. She, I, she must have been a total bee. She yeah. must be a bee to work for. Whatever the case may be. So I'll say one last thing about this, because it made me think of Schmachel Smallest, which I do not want to ever say her name, because she drives me crazy. She is one that I think is an exception. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should not say except, exception. She is one that is not in the camp of like, we need to give her grace. And the reason is I don't, well, this is hard for me to say, because I'm like, I don't know her. It doesn't seem to me like she is a good person at her core and Schmage. yeah Shmegel yeah. Smalls and the reason i say that is because of the recent things that has have happened with her i think over the past 6 months if you don't know just google it there's so many articles people wrote about it And where she posted this video on her Instagram and then it took it down because everybody, yeah. yeah, But didn't take it down for like a week. Didn't take it down for like a week because she was getting all these comments and all this attention about it. And people were like, I can't believe this is cancel culture. Can't she make a mistake? I'm like, no, that's just inherent ignorance. And I can't help that. Mm -hmm. And because she makes her money off of coming off of this like holier than thou, you can make your life great. All you have to do is hustle. That I don't like. I just don't like it. I think it's shady. I think it's like you're just making money off of this crap where you're just stealing other people's stuff. I've seen her um, steal Brene Brown saying she compared herself to freaking Oprah and Harriet Tubman like Harriet
1: Tubman, that one. Well, like, so I think I, that like <laughs> this is, you know, to not not just to rail on her, but I think like and again, whatever, whether or not she deserves it. But I think that as a whole, you know, kind of like how we were talking about, you know, if you're getting a plastic surgery, fine, but then don't pretend it's because you exactly.
0: you know g- went keto. Exactly. 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 It's
1: like, you know, if you're going to make money because you have followers, then yeah, your life is going to be under an amount of scrutiny that may not always feel fair to you. But, you know, that's sort of the gig. And I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, that's why we, you know, I don't want to be like an influencer. I don't want to feel like I'm pressured to turn every moment of my life into content. I don't want to feel like, you know, that's who becomes who I am. And on the one hand, you know, we can say like, well, you, you know, you guys don't really know us and, you know, nobody really knows these content creators and influencers. And so, you know, you aren't allowed to judge them. But on the other hand, like they sell that familiarity and that closeness as trust to their audience. Correct. Correct. You know, which they basically they sell that trust to ad partners.
0: Yep. Yep. Exactly. You're exactly right. And I, that's what does, and I think, I think we're all very smart people and we know the difference. So it was, I think it was, there's another blogger, podcaster, Jenna, something that did the same thing where she was really nasty to someone and just so like white girl privileged to this woman of color. And she kind of outed her by publishing what she wrote kind of in an email. And I was like, yeah, when you show your true colors, when someone shows you who they are, believe them, Maya Angelou, that is exactly how I feel when I see those influencers who kind of show their true colors, where it's like you can't, eventually it's going to, leak through
1: and maybe that's not who you were when you like set out and started your instagram account but maybe that's who you've become as somebody who's spent the last however many years like really having to hype yourself up and you know believe that you're the shit i don't know
0: i just i just think that's interesting and i've been watching that and thinking about that a lot because you know i'm not out to hate anybody but i just i think it drives me crazy when i witness someone like a Schmachel Schmalas who is like making so much money and like the top selling book. And I'm like, but I don't know if you're really a good person or you have some work to do. And that's fine. We all do. But trying to kind of cover up her messes mm-hmm. and then, I don't know, she didn't do a good job of correcting her mistake. Let's just put it that way. And I think Reese Tegan did. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> In summation. okay. In so- summation,
0: that is my unofficial take on people I don't even know. So maybe I'm just being a big old hypocrite. Okay, I have... So I want to read this email really quick because it goes with the post you just did, Claire, and I want to talk a little bit about it because it's important that it still comes up. Um, This is from Danielle. I've been a listener since the GGW days and I love your podcast. I've gotten a little behind on episodes and I just listened to the episode where you reminded everyone to get rid of their shame pants. This was very important for me to hear because I recently tried on my wedding dress that I bought last year and it no longer zips. I bought it last spring for my wedding in August, but we ended up postponing until this year. When I realized the dress no longer fits, I cried. My mom and sisters are very supportive of me and they suggested that I get the dress altered to have a corset back so that the dress will fit me and I'll be comfortable in it on the day. I've been wrestling with this idea because I love the back of the dress and I was thinking that I could just lose some weight in the two months to have the dress fit, but this episode made me realize that this is my shame dress. Thinking of not fitting into it, is just going to stress me out. And it is better to accept altering the dress and not worrying over the next few months about losing weight. Thank you both for all that you share on your podcast and for being so supportive of your listeners. So I know we've talked about this. And I think it was a recent post we just put up truly about like, we don't need to be living up to other people's expectations. We don't need like, can we just live our life? Can we not be putting so much focus on our bodies? And even when people are like, you know, doing the pose with the rolls and then the no rolls. It's like, can we just not even do that? like it, it, We're all just fine just the way we are. And if you need to take a dress and alter it so you can be happy and comfortable and enjoy your day and not worry about dieting and making yourself miserable before your wedding, do it. So I'm very proud of you, Danielle. We,
1: we support the corset back. Yes. And that is all. And that is all. Yeah, I think Um, We talked a lot about that in last week's episode about, you know, why do we have to, or two weeks ago, like, why do we have to have all these different definitions and all these things we have to chase? And this is such a huge example. You know, your wedding dress is this garment that you think about for a long time and you probably will keep for a long time, if not the rest of your life. And um, it's a huge investment. It's probably really expensive and altering it is going to be expensive. And, you know, I think that that's a huge just act of self-love to say, I don't have to change. And this is a... Frickin' piece of fabric and it can change instead. It can
0: change instead. It can change. But instead.
1: it is, it's self-love. Like it's, you know, giving yourself permission to just your for your body to change in different seasons. It's giving yourself permission to not force yourself to be something that you're not, which is a couple sizes smaller. And I have really been thinking a lot lately about like, you know, we think about again, there's like that big cliche of like, oh, self-care, you know, is a face mask and a pedicure. But like, what does self-love really look like? And how can you create a life and create choices where you really show yourself love in the real sense of the word that like not just like treat yourself like someone you loved but like really what what would you do in any of these given situations if you weren't worried about the outcome on anyone but like if you weren't worried about how it made anyone feel except for yourself and you were only worried about making yourself feel the way you want to feel. I feel that sounds like so like meta when I say it like I just like I'm really beating around Bush here but like
0: well do you have an answer to that like what it looks like for you
1: I mean I think for me it really it does go back to what we talked about with you know you don't always have to be doing more and more and more like for me you know self-love is really saying no it's not it's you know not taking the road less traveled sometimes and if I can view that as an act of self-love instead of just, like, you know, any of the million things that we've been taught to do, it like, laziness or avoidance or, you know, you could easily... Jillian Michaels would probably say you're lazy for not wanting to lose yeah. those 10 pounds before your wedding, you know? Oh, for but like, sure. no, that's not what it is. It's self-love to not put yourself through that.
0: Right. Well, okay, this is a really silly example, but I think of Bethany Frankel, who... I recently watched one of her reality shows on HBO Max just because that's who I am. And I'm not ashamed to say it, but it's a reality show where she is, and she was one of the housewives, like one of the original real housewives. And she like made this huge brand. She has like a million, million brands. And she has this new reality show on HBO Max where she did a search for her next like executive director. So someone who'd be like running all of her brands for her because she just doesn't have all the time in the day. And she's very smart and a brilliant woman. And I was just like, she's kind of the person that I'm like, I'm not doing enough because I'm watching her do all these things. And I realized that I do that comparison piece of, I can't believe she has 20 businesses and... What am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like that is where we get stuck in that comparison trap. But also, side note, I hope I don't get crap for this, but like she has a brand, her Her whole brand is called Skinny Girl.
1: I know. Well, and but also side note, how many assistants does she have? How You know, somebody buys her groceries for her. Somebody right. gets her Walks car washed her dogs, for her. Somebody cleans her house for her. Dresses her.
0: Like, yeah, right. You know, that's
1: the other thing of like the, oh, we all have the same 24 hours a day. I mean, we talk about this too, where it's like, we really don't. We really don't. And there's a tweet no. out there that's like, if you take um, public transportation, transportation you have less time than someone who has a car if you you know cook your own meals then you have less time than somebody who has a chef if you clean your own house you know all of those things and it's like well you have the same 24 hours as beyonce like i mean technically yes but beyonce has a staff of people who run her house take care of her family you know i'm not saying that she doesn't put in the work but like i don't have the same 24 hours as her you know and i don't have the same 24 hours as you and i don't have the same 24 hours as you know brandon even who leaves the house and goes to work like everybody's Time is relative, and it's different, and so that's why comparing yourself to celebrities is so annoying. Because it's, it's like, so annoying. this is not. But I real can't life. help it. I
0: just do it. I know
1: I can't. <laughs> I know it's your lot in life to just compare yourself to life. celebrities. I just like it.
0: Just makes me. It's the way I self soothe and make myself feel. The way you self soothe is also make myself feel would... my feelings.
1: You self soothe slash self hate at the same time. It's a do. It's a horrible combination.
0: <laughs> anyway, I just was like, this is the problem. We're kind of glorifying this. We're still glorifying it. it has been and around. We always will nothing be. new. I mean,
1: we talk about that yeah. diet culture too. Like, it's not going to go away. It sells. It does. Yeah. You know, people want to yeah. think that they're just one one weird belly fat tip away from this perfect life that they believe that the perfect body will you know open the door to. It's but it's not true. Um. Okay, I had a few questions on instagram that i thought would be interesting to hear you answer and then we will wrap up great okay what was your childhood hobby mine was writing like i used to write books journals plays poems like all the time i was writing
0: i loved to read and this will not surprise you but i loved to read nancy drew and anything mystery i was
1: oh my gosh abs- that's hilarious
0: Obsessed with mystery books I went through mystery books like one a day but yeah reading was like my jam and we always had these reading competitions in school so of course anything competition I was like I have to be the best and you get like stars by your name depending on how many books you read or like
1: you get like a beach ball from Scholastic or something yeah yeah <laughs> current favorite snacks so i said mine are ghost pepper cashews from whole foods which they're not made with real ghost pepper stuff if you guys don't know what a ghost pepper is it's like the hottest pepper in the world or no that it's one of the hottest peppers in the world these basically are just very spicy cashews you can get them at oh whole gosh. foods they're so okay. good um and then i'm always into canned fish i recently tried a new type of canned cod the brand is b-e-l-a so if and, it, and it's super high in protein it had like like one can had like 40 or so grams of protein so if you are someone who struggles to find high protein snacks but that's something that you feel like you need and that i'm very much that person like i don't really know what to eat for protein if i'm not eating like a string cheese you know there are just moments in your day where you're like this would i would really feel so much better if i had like a big hit of protein right now if you can handle canned fish the cod was it's really not that fishy it is a little bit oily because it's packed in olive oil but check it out it was very tasty
0: that that was hard for me to get through but There's very there's two strong camps of canned fish. There are you either truly
1: love it or you truly hate it. No one is is like meh about canned fish. (laughs) And then I'm really so into cold watermelon right now. (laughs) you were gonna say cold water you just love cold water just just chilled <laughs> just some chilled be, water. that's just, so diet culture i mean you, Claire, i do love I cold, love water. cold don't water don't get me wrong but like i do too the, the pre-cut watermelon and then get it in the refrigerator it's just so delish
0: yeah i can't buy yeah. a whole watermelon
1: because it won't i don't know how to effectively cut a watermelon maybe this is a silly reason what? to never buy like a whole watermelon but like i feel like i don't have the right tool i feel like i need like a band saw these things are gigantic
0: yeah they're huge you need a big old knife and yeah. they're so
1: messy like i'm just just gonna buy the the little pack.
0: Yeah. What about fair. you? I am really into these. Oh, this is so silly, but I. When I was working in the vaccine clinics and I'd go to Whole Foods for my lunch hour, I got into these urban remedy bars that are way too expensive and overpriced, but they're so good.
1: So good. I know they have a little cold case of Whole Foods.
0: Yeah, it's a cold case and they're just kind of like super food, super seed bars, or they have cacao or they have a matcha one. They're anyway, so
1: you. They're like, they're so good. They are like the bar form of a juice bar. Yeah, totally. They're
0: so good. They're so good. And I've just been really loving the feeling of drinking a really cold LaCroix or whatever soda I have in my house, um, Zevia, outside. And I always put it in a koozie. So I go outside, sit in my chair, have a koozie and a cold beverage. It's the best.
1: Okay, would you rather work out to a meh kind of playlist or stick with one song that's legit your jam the whole time? Oh
0: meh, no, I will do a meh playlist instead oh, of one song.
1: I would do one song, absolutely. Mm-mm. I'd rather listen well, to the same it, song over and yeah, over. Yeah, I guess and over. I. That's that's
0: that's true. If it was a brand new song, because remember when Macklemore was blowing up? I don't know. That was like right when I started CrossFit. Thrift sh- thrift shop, <laughs> you know the song thrift yes. shop. Thrift shop was the jam and I swear we played that over and over again at CrossFit J so many times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna go with my first answer though okay. because I don't wanna
1: change. Okay. What is your go to answer when someone asks you for a fun fact about yourself in an icebreaker situation? Oh, what do you think? I always talk about my Emmies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If if I'm going to talk about myself, I'm like, I have no, I don't actually go there all the time. Sometimes I'll say I was in a ballroom dancing competition if I don't want to act like too full of myself, but like, oh, and I... Have Emmys talk about that? Uh, well, mine it is always leads, less- leads to the story of why I get, why I won right. Emmys.
1: Uh, mine is way less glamorous. I once worked at a pirate themed candy store where I had to dress and talk like a pirate. Have we talked about this before? We've had to have. I'm positive we had, but yeah. When like, I was, what in did high you school, have to say? When I okay, like our welcome to Candy Cove. I'm like a vast ye landlubber. There be your change. Like I had to like full on pirate. I had to like wear a whole thing sometimes I had to like dress up like the pirate captain like we rotated who dressed up like the pirate captain like it was so bizarre and it was just a bunch of like theater kids who didn't have anything better to do basically oh I love it
0: so much it was at so much it was at the
1: Flatirons mall I was like 16 it was one of my first jobs I didn't work there very long but yeah it was bad um let's see if family ties geographic location and your level of education didn't matter what would you do for a living this feels relevant to you right now Joy
0: I know (laughs) my whole life. I would move to LA and I would, I would probably try to be an actress because
1: <laughs> I want to be an Why Hollywood. Why not? Do it.
0: <laughs> I just love it so much. I love Hollywood. I love LA. I love hearing about people trying to make it in LA. I love, I love celebrities. I would just be in a city where celebrities are spotted constantly. I'd be at a grocery store and there's Gwyneth Paltrow. Like I would just And be she comes over and is life. like,
1: Joy, it's been so long. Yeah. You're like, oh
0: Gwyneth. Oh Gwen. Let's go to a juice bar and have an urban remedy bar. Let's
1: go to let's go to a juice bar and have a bar that tastes like it's made out of birdseed. But it's <laughs> chill. Have... <laughs> it's
0: chill. You know what I have to say? I saw a recent article. It's like, how does Gwyneth get that skin? And I'm like, because she's so rich. Like, she yeah, doesn't come just on, put guys. a serum on her skin. She's yeah. so
1: rich. Here, her skin is probably... Stop <laughs> asking questions and eat this bar of chilled suet. <laughs> you could sell. I bet you could, like, people would buy that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can support the podcast by leaving a review, by sharing us with a friend, by sharing about us on your Instagram. That is a huge way to support us. You can also check out Double Under Wonder. They came out with a new design this week. You can now get mermaids on your jump rope handle. Mermaids. Mermaids. Who doesn't want a mermaid jump rope? I know a lot of people who do, including myself. Use <laughs> discount code joy, double under wonder.com. You can have just one mermaid handle and then the other one can be like stars or whatever. I actually found just when we were going through our garage an unopened double under wonder jump rope that was in like, a gym bag from forever ago it's probably the first one i ever ordered from them and i had just vacuumed and power washed the whole garage floor and i opened it and all the damn glitter came out <laughs> and i was like come on because it used to come with glitter <laughs> i think you can still get out with glitter it's oh, it's so delightful good. if you didn't just power wash the floor you're standing over sure right um so check out double under wonder and also check out eat to evolve that is Eat to evolve. They are on Instagram, just at evolve. Use discount code joyclaire fifteen for fifteen percent off your first order. It is so hot; you don't have to cook. Just order eat to evolve. Oh, it's
0: so convenient.
1: I had the um barbecue chicken salad for lunch yesterday. So
0: that's one of my favorites. It's
1: so good.
0: It's so good. It's one of my favorites, and I just have to say the packaging is lovely, no mess. I've had food delivery services before where things get
1: like it fell out
0: of the package. package.
1: It is a lot of styrofoam. I want to talk to them about that. like what can yeah. we what can we get do here feedback. for some more sustainability yeah. because I but get I it it's hard like it's shipping cold things is hard very hard yep alright guys thank you for joining us and we will talk to you next week bye guys bye.